Hey, before you start this podcast, to let you know, this show is not for people with sensitive ears. We swear, like, a lot. Like, sometimes I'll say, Matt, you're a person, and the writer plays you. You wash out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, just so you know, you've been warned. about FYE. <laughs> <laughs> FYE has been going down the tube for like, what, 10 years anyways? Nah. It's been about 10 years since I've been inside one. Yeah. They're, they're not, not that many. They changed. Um, hello and welcome to It Came From The Video Store. I'm one of your hosts. Who I'm Brandon. You? Who you are, are you? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm like, uh, are we missing something here? I'm one of your hosts. I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Brandon. <laughs> uh, um, I'm Matt, I guess. I no, because it's, it's, it's what's today Sunday. Yeah, you're Matt. Yeah, I'm I'm Matt today. <laughs> I have had no caffeine today, and apparently it's showing. Uh, okay, so before we get this episode rolling, we actually have some good news, guys. We actually have uh some new reviews. Uh, now first of all, these two reviews I'm about to read, uh, I didn't know about these because apparently the way we can view our ratings and reviews is we can only review them by region. So, because, you know, our region on, my, on our login for iTunes is, like, set in the United States, we only see those. These are from the UK. Uh, one of the best around, says Richard D. Hogarth, 88. I saw someone share this podcast, and I'd give him a listen. This far exceeding my expectations, the focus on one film a podcast makes this focused and gives room for the personalities of the hosts to really explore the film and the banters is hilarious as well. Well, this was from December 14th, 2018 that I'm just seeing this, and I'm sorry it took so long. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Hogarth. It's uh, very humbling to know that <laughs> I finally have a personality. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's probably sitting there in our recent episodes. These motherfuckers, are they read the reviews? They never read mine yet! I feel well, bad. if you've stuck with us, thank you. <laughs> so if you if uh, you're in another region or country outside uh, the U.S., just know that if we haven't given you a shout out for your review, that uh, that is the reason why because I check this thing weekly, and uh, you can always email at us. Uh, it came from the video store at gmail.com. The wonders of technology. Uh, this next one is another five star. Uh, like horror, like movies. But that's what it says before it gets cut off. This is by Milo Skiba, November 19th, 2018. Uh, then this little butte is for you. Perfect for movie nerds and call classic fans alike. Well, thank you, Milo. Uh, so this one is from, uh, this. well, this is more of a recent one by Tuba Blubba 1. Very entertaining, five stars, excellent work. These guys have actual character and we're not just mindless voices. Oh, that's the nicest thing ever, anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> I couldn't even get my parents to say that to 
MD3307 says, Great show, five stars. I enjoy the content and personality on display in this entertaining show. <laughs> Listen and be prepared to be entertained. Well, thank you very much. Thank you to our UK brethren. Oh, that, no, those last two weren't UK. Oh. Because... <laughs> I was act- these ones actually pop up like if we if we were to look it up now, but um, yeah. Well, if thank you're... you to all of our fans. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, if uh, you're outside the U.S. and you're leaving reviews and you're like, hey, how come these guys aren't giving the shoutouts? Well, just email us and let us know what you said, and uh, we'll give you the shoutout because we appreciate all and any. It makes this all worthwhile. Yep. You know, we don't got that many fans, and I'm, I, I which kind of makes you appreciate things more because it's it, it's the ones that you know really actually stick around and stuff like that. It's, we're we're more intimate. I like it better that way. <laughs> <sighs> okay, probably wondering what's today's movie. Well, you clicked on the episode, so you already know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a movie that's probably been on our list. I feel like we always say that. There's always we have a big list. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we keep chipping away at it. Two thousand three's Daredevil. It's two thousand three. Yep. Yeah. Early two thousands. I was like twelve when this shit came out. Hmm. Do you have any memories the first time watching this? Um, I really dug it. It was a lot of fun. I had the soundtrack on uh, repeat on my Walkman. I remember this had. One of the best soundtracks. I mean, mm-hmm. then again, this is—I felt like when superhero movies had an actual soundtrack. I mean, now you, Marvel still kind of does have like the hype music, like yeah. Guardians, but but this this was my introduction to Evanescence. I, I can't <laughs> same. I can't think of Daredevil without thinking about Evanescence yeah. and vice versa. Bring me to life. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I remember the VHS when we just you, you they used to play right before the movie would start. It'd be like a little music video. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was pretty much just a music video, and they would, they would just splice in scenes of Daredevil. Yeah. So uh, Daredevil, directed by Mark Steven Johnson, also written by Mark Steven Johnson, and we have a really good cast in this movie. Oh yeah, uh, and I don't care what y'all think about this, but Ben Affleck fucking does his best in this movie. <laughs> He does. He does. He does the best he could with this dumpster fire. There's... I don't even want to say it's a dumpster fire. I think it's just. Well, I'll get. I mean, we'll get into it. I I feel like this movie draws inspiration from a lot of other movies, and it's very obvious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on IMBD right now, it's it's got like a five point three out of ten, and I don't think it deserves a score that low. I would say at least maybe like a six. Especially if you see the director's cut, I think that's a more improved version. Really, I don't like the director's cut. Well, it's in the director's cut. Well, they got rid of the sex scene. <laughs> the fuck? What's the point? <laughs> I mean, not to, like, to get ahead of ourselves. You don't see anything. Is that sex scene awkward or what? Well, it started the... their marriage. It's like we can, <laughs> we can show you guys cuddling naked, but you can't move at all. Yeah, it's PG-13. I know it's PG-13, but it's... Ben, stop breathing! There we go. I've seen more risky stuff on the side. Cover CW. that side boob. Uh, Eternal, Eternals, they actually, you, you got some hip thrusting going on. Yeah, there right? was some thrusting, yeah. And All right. Little, little... <laughs> yeah, there was. Shazam! There was, yeah. Yeah, some O-Face. I actually do remember watching Eternals. I was like, oh. Damn, Marvel. Oh, okay. They getting it. Still couldn't help that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode down the line. Okay. I mean, that's 
That's very. Uh, I mean, can we all admit though? On Daredevil? the beach with sand. I mean, that's it's a gangster move. Yeah, it's <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. All right, so let's go through the full cast. Uh, ben Affleck as Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Jennifer Gardner as Elektra. Colin Farrell is Bullseye. Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan as Wilson Fisk, aka yeah. Kingpin, and John Favreau as Foggy Nelson. Yeah. So the one. Oh, thing... and we also have Joe Pantoliano, who's a you know a little. I, I, he's one of those actors like if I see him in a movie, I get excited. Baby's day out, yo. <laughs> hey, I'm a '90s kid. <laughs> The one thing I'll make about Daredevil is if that we didn't have Daredevil, I don't think we'd have the MCU. You think so? Because John, I John Favreau was in this movie, and it was probably he probably was like, I can make a better superhero movie, and he was like, Here, hold my beer, I got this. Well, this movie had a budget of close to seven, estimated seventy eight million, and it only ranked in forty five opening weekend. This is also one of the uh, Marvel movies that Kevin Feige was an executive producer on as really? well. Yeah. He was. That's how he got it started. Mm. He did use a producer on all the like early 2000s movies, so he learned what to do and what not to do. I want to see if this movie has <laughs> any taglines. Something about to. sight or vision? I'm just saying, look, John Favreau's in a Marvel movie. It doesn't do too good. Then he goes, I'm going to... M- direct and star in one and look what happened i mean he's kind of doing it with star wars too yeah see yeah all right taglines the guardian devil yeah he is a man without fear well it's from the comics yeah daredevil take the dare what the nah. fuck <laughs> take the dare what the fuck I, i'll take truth there's more there's actually quite a bit for I this i take double dare <laughs> when justice is blind it knows no fear. Well, electric, okay. Uh, yeah, electric yeah, yeah. took the double D. <laughs> when, the, <laughs> when the streets have gone to hell, have faith in the devil. Meh. Kind of long and long and winded Oh my there. god, this next one. Was he Wednesday 13? <laughs> Hold on. This, 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 Justice is blind? What is he, Wednesday 13? Have some faith in Hold the on, devil. hold on, hold on. What was it again? Justice is blind. So is he. Oh. I swear to God, that's the tagline, dude. Wow. <laughs> How did they get away? I want that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a man without hope is a man without fear. A daring new... Ver- or no, oh, this is for the director's cut. Ooh. A daring new vision. Parentheses director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is the first time I've seen the original cut in at <clears throat> least a decade. Yeah, watch this on uh, HBO Max. Yeah, that, that's what I did. And I remember when I finally bought the DVD, it was years ago, and I bought the Blu-ray after. But, like, everywhere you go, it's all you can find is the director's cut. Yeah. I think you could get the original cut on, like, those uh, multi-packs with the other movies, different kind of movies. I always remember the posters for the movie being really fucking cool. Yeah. Like and it was simple shit too. It was like them just standing on like a rooftop, and they like did character posters. So you get one with Electra, one with Bullseye, one with Kingpin. I just needed the one with Electra. So I, I was reading that Ben Affleck was actually, and, and this is IMPD trivia. This is where I'm getting my shit from. But he's a big Daredevil fan, apparently. Well, he's a big comic nerd. You think so? Hello, he, well, wrote, he wrote a Batman script. That is true. Batman that is true. <laughs> Yeah. 
I read a bunch of stuff that like he must be a Frank Miller fan. The people that were up for Daredevil was like Guy Pierce. He turned it down, which I wouldn't want to watch it if Guy Pierce was. That'd be very different. And then I heard a rumor that Colin Farrell was up was considered for Deadpool, and Ben Affleck was considered for Bullseye, and then they kind of just swapped. See Deadpool. Yeah, did I say Deadpool? I'm sorry, Daredevil. I was gonna say. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, Daredevil. It's gonna happen a lot. Uh, Lots of D's. What did you think of Ben Affleck in this role, and what did you think of the costume? A lot of other. I mean, Ben did the best he could with the script. I think. Um, He's very Batman. Like you can see why well, he ended up playing Batman. Like, yeah. Hey, take your Daredevil years. suit, and make it black. We got a hero. <laughs> He's Bando, but he's basically Batman in this movie. There's even a, the one shot where there's like a silhouette on the wall with the horns. I'm like, oh, that's Batman. <laughs> yeah, and he sleeps in the hyperbolic chamber, like kind of like a coffin, like Batman. I have vengeance. He broods on rooftops with gargoyles. I'm like, dude, this is fucking Batman. <laughs> I have vengeance. I am night. I am blind. I, I can't. <laughs> I am blind like a I bat. can't see. <laughs> I am devil. <laughs> I am devil. Hear me roar. Um... <laughs> double, double I will say this about Dare, uh, Daredevil in this movie: his the special effects and the way they show his like echo and sonar, like how he's able to see with with sound. This came out in two thousand three, and it's five times better than the shit I had to watch in Morbius. I haven't seen Morbius. I'm not going to watch Morbius. We might have to do an episode on Morbius. I'm gonna need lots of uh, need edibles. A lot more of these guys. Right I'll, here. I'll need edibles for Morbius. I'll need edibles. I don't want to watch <laughs> it again, but I, I, it is. We could get a juicy episode out of Morbius. <laughs> Does he say it's Morbin time? No, he doesn't. Oh. So you're talking. <laughs> well, at least in Thor, you know, it's Thor, Thorbin time. It's Thorbin time. Um, no, but I like the way they show his, his sonar, and I know they they got the origin of Matt Murdock pretty accurate. You gotta get it wrong. Guy goes blind. Here's my <laughs> here's my complaint. And tell, and, <laughs> well, I think the origin. Well, the, the, this origin was based off Frank Miller's. I could be. I think it's Frank Miller's, but it is Man Without Fear comic yeah. run. Except the only difference was, and I, I think the the miniseries got this right is stick is the one that teaches him. I don't think he right. actually has, like, sonar. Yeah. I, I, I know they kind of say, like, how... What did he say? The acute touch gave him balance and strength? I can understand the balance, <laughs> but it's the strength because later on in the movie, you see him jumping, like, 50 feet in the fucking air. Well, so does Electra. Yeah, but, like, with him, like, he'll fall 40 stories and then land like it's fucking nothing. Like, dude, what... Yeah. I trip over a rock, I'm fucked. <laughs> I stub my toe, I'm fucked. Do you like the costume? I like the costume. It's alright. I mean, it's early 2000s, you got the red leather, I mean, you know, so it is what it is. It, it gets a, a lot of BDSM shit going on, so. Well, think of it this way, because he has to wear a cowl. Really, in movies, the only cowls we've seen were Batman, and look how that turned out. Yeah. So, like, the fact that, like, it's, like, a leather piece that kind of, like, tucks back into a mm. collar, it works. Yeah. He's works. able to actually turn his head. Um, I mean, you can look at it and go, well, that's Daredevil. And I, I guess it's better than having a padded suit. I True. Wish they they should have done his original costume. The red and yellow. Uh, <laughs> Disney is apparently using that for their, the, the Daredevil series they're working on. 
series or movie? The one called Echo. Series. Is that what it's gonna be? Well, Matt Murdock and Kingpin are in it. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's Matt yeah. Murdock didn't say Daredevil. Supposedly they're giving Supposedly. red and yellow. Uh, why? Tell me if you guys notice this, but why is it every time there's a superhero that is blonde in the comics, they don't make him blonde live action? Mm. Matt Murdock is blonde in the comics. He's had red hair in both the 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 series or in the series he's a brunette. In the movie, he's got like red fucking hair for some reason. He did the same thing to Constantine. Well, look at uh, the Flash no, in, in the TV show. Constantine's blonde. I'm talking about Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but and, but then look at the you Flash. Don't have Keanu dye his hair. Every version of the Flash I've seen it. He's he's a brunette when he's blonde in the comics. Oh, but I just want to say this: Cheers, they're ending the Arrowverse. About time. Well, that was long know, over, long overdue. It's off topic, but I saw <laughs> it this morning. I always want to cheers everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why they decided like, hey, let's give uh, Ben Affleck like dark red hair, but like let's style it like Josh Hartnett from Halloween H two O. Mm hmm. I'm watching that first scene when you see him as a lawyer. I'm like, what is up, dude, with your hair? Didn't that come out the same year, too? I think H2O was like 99. Okay. Or 98. Yeah, it's supposed to be 20 years later. Yeah, so like 98. Gotcha. Uh, I like the costume. It works. Uh, what do you think about Electra, played by Jennifer Garner? Censored. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember having a crush on her when I was like twelve. Well, did you notice the, you not? the uh, vibrant green? Context? The vibrant. Well, was it context? It looked like editing. There's some editing, and then there's one scene where she doesn't have green eyes; she has blue eyes for some reason. So there's some continuity error, but oh, there's there's a couple. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it's all right. She was all right. <laughs> She was, well, yeah, think, right. you gotta think about it she was really like a big action-y kind of stuff she had Alias Alias yeah go uh, on name another well that's, that's that was true. her big hit that that was her big hit like right, like right around that time I think she was still on Alias probably right? yeah and this was her like big motion picture debut hot oh, poor girl then she got her own movie that nobody watched oh we will yeah <laughs> Damn I'm it. not fucking paying for it. Yeah, I ain't paying for it's it. It's bad enough. We were I only watching, see it in combo packs. When I was watching it, <laughs> I watched this on HBO, and it was like, oh, things you might also like. It was Catwoman. It was the first thing I up. I go, yeah, Eric I saw that. $5. Speaking of Catwoman, we'll, I mean, uh, we'll get to it later, but there, there's a note I have about Catwoman in this movie. Um, <laughs> so one of the best casting choices in this movie, though, is Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Yeah. I like yeah. Vincent Dinofano, but I, I think he's Yeah, I, I love Vincent Dinofano, but Michael Clark Duncan is what I envision King. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking huge, man. Huge. Apparently, they. I was reading that he actually almost didn't get the role. The only reason he did it because he did better than a bunch of like all these wrestlers that were that were going on for the role. Mm-hmm. But I mean, R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. He's yeah. Wait, is that a, did I say his name wrong? Michael Clark Duncan. It's one of those things where he's got like three names. I'm always yeah. worried I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. When actors have three names or people have three names, I'll say shit out of order. There's a lot of the, a lot of those going around. The three names. 
Um, one of the so out of this origin story, there's one thing. A, it was cheesy as shit. This kid gets blind, blinded, sadly, and just instantly he's doing backflips like it's nothing. Well, I like. Wait, I just like someone point. Uh, if someone, I was watching a video. Someone explained that like. The scene right before he gets blinded, they go, it's like a final destination. It's like, oh, geez, I wonder what's going to blind him. <laughs> oh, the kind of Yeah, he's literally every corner he turns, there's a barrel of biohazard going by him. I mean, and then you see, like... What kind of docs are these? It's like a... Spi- like the, remember the Spider-Man effect where, like, it shows the DNA changing? Yeah, yeah. Except it's, like, the chemicals going into, like, his retinas and, like, electrocuting things. They Do tol- the opposite. <laughs> they totally stole that from Raimi Spider-Man, too. They did. I mean, it was the biggest... Like, when Daredevil came out, what did we have? X-Men and Spider-Man were the two biggest Prior to things. that. And Blade. Blade's its own beast, in my opinion. Yeah, but it's because if you're gonna say that, you might as well throw Howard the Duck in the mix. Nah, we'll see. <laughs> hey man, that. you had some quack fruit bulls. I wouldn't have stood, stood a chance. As much as I like Leah Thompson, we're not going with Howard the Duck. Uh, yeah, we've we've already been there. Uh, <laughs> so the one thing I like out of the origin though is you get a really good line, and, and I'm not saying that the dialogue in this movie is bad by any means. Well, Colin well Farrell, some of it is. Colin Farrell, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't help but laugh when he's on screen. Though. But my favorite line in dialogue in the whole movie, and I think it goes overlooked, is right after his father dies, or right around the time his father dies, and he said, I'm outside waiting for my father, and in some ways I always am. I'm like, that's fucking good. That's a deep line. Yeah, I, deep. I actually wrote that down because I, I, I think I've always overlooked it until this time around. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, uh, Bullseye. <laughs> Uh, first of all, my favorite his, part was entrance, House of Pain. Okay. Ten out of ten, right there. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also love the fact that he, he, this dude flew all the way from Ireland to the U.S. just just to kill one guy. He, he's you can tell he's having fun with it though. It's well, no, he, so he, over the top. He flew to the U.S. to kill Electra's father. Yeah, Mr. Nachos. That's what I'm saying, but I was like, I was love the fact that it was like, I'm like, fuck that, I'm in Ireland. Leave me alone. All I know is. He made Bullseye a cartoon character. Yeah. And the killed, fact- like, killed a man with a paperclip. Okay. <laughs> killed an old lady with a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> I guess which isn't bad. I mean, if you if you got the skill to use anything as a projectile, I guess it kind of... They they actually utilized it. Actually, they used, utilized that fact a lot in this movie. Not in the most practical ways, but... Uh, what did you think about his look? Uh, it's very early 2000s with the long trench coat, all black. The studded leather trench coat. Yeah. The goatee. Piercings. I love the part, there's the part in the trailer. And the scarring on his forehead. Wasn't in the trailer where he's like, I want a bloody costume, but he really didn't get a costume. He just got a new trench coat. And yeah. That was it. Because even before, <laughs> he had like the belt with the little razor blade, the little... Yeah, well, like ninja the, stars kind of. I forgot what they're called. Yeah, or, yeah something like that. I don't mind this the scarred bullseye on his head because I mean he wears tights in the comic <laughs> with a cowl with it. So I guess that's like a good way of getting around it. My issue is that he loves the finger of the scar. Well, he's, he yeah, he's he's like he says bullseye. Oh, <laughs> he oh, scar. oh god. Oh god. He's like bullseye. <laughs> he's like getting off to it. <laughs> bullseye. 
everything he says is like very intense and like childish. And he like gets off on killing people too. Like even the old lady when he kills her with the peanut, he's just watching her die. He's like, it looks like, like he's getting. Oh, oh. I swear, <laughs> thank God I'm wearing the tight leather pants. <laughs> yeah, chafing. <laughs> they they definitely just made him out to be a, a cartoon character. Was he big? Was Colin Farrell big at this time? I think this was like the first thing I remember seeing him in. Early two thousands. I know he had like phone booth and Alexander. Back phone then. booth, yeah. Then then he got into the whole rom con com thing. No, you're thinking of uh, Alexander the Great. I know he was in Alexander the Great, but wasn't he in Troy with Brad Pitt or was? Oh, maybe yeah. that's Eric Bana. Yeah, yeah Eric Bana. Yeah. Eric Bana. yeah. yeah. Who also played the Hulk. We reviewed the Hulk, right? We don't have to yes, do that again. Yeah, Thank that. God. Yeah. That came out the same year, too, I think. Early 2000s, yeah. 2003, yeah. And Punisher, also. Thomas Jane Punisher. There, there's something about the charm of, like, uh, the early 2000s superhero movies. It's like, oh, well, you, you gave it your best shot. You did. Well, actually, I think <laughs> back then, the nice part was is they weren't all linked up. So, like, true. You, you, like, I'll say this right now. Like, Thomas Jane Punisher, I love that movie. Good, good shit. I felt that was dark and gritty, bef- you know, before they tried making everything dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we'll we'll get to that eventually, but I do though remember enjoying Daredevil. But then again, when I was a kid, the only thing I knew about Daredevil was all that I knew from those Spider-Man episodes. Same here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, everything I knew. He's from- blind, so <laughs> what? That makes him different. I didn't really start reading comics till maybe like high school me along like middle school for me like my grandpa had Spider-Man. a giant my grandpa had a giant collection remember, remember grandpa's art room but mm-hmm. all of his were like old beat up ones that he used for drawing references I don't think we actually ever read any of them mm-hmm. but he was how we knew who superheroes were but I don't even think he had any daredevil I think he had one or two I don't know he had all like the more popular ones like Spider-Man Batman Superman but I don't remember ever, other than outside the cartoons, Spider-Man. I mean, I, th- I feel like at that age, that's really where all my superhero knowledge came from was Fox Kids in the morning. Yeah, for every 90s kid. Every cartoon. That's why I enjoyed the X-Men so much. <laughs> I'm not even that big of an X-Men fan. I just love the cartoon. Yeah, well, we're getting X-Men 97, the follow-up. We got two of them, aren't we? Two shows? Yeah, I was wondering, there was like, the one is supposed to be a continuation of, uh... 97. 97, and then it's supposed to be almost the same thing, but it's like a different story. Well, there's X-Men mm-hmm. Evolution, which is Warner Brothers for some no, reason. No, Disney announced there's two different... Yeah, but do you remember yeah, Evolution? Yeah, no, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird how, like, Warner Brothers had an X-Men series, and then Fox Kids had Batman at one point. Yeah, they were probably just handing out licensing. Blind, though, I think Ben Affleck does a really damn good job of actually pulling that off. Yeah, the contacts help. Though there's a scene when he's talking to the priest. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought he was going cross-eyed, but then uh, uh, Lauren brought it to my attention. that It looked like he's looking at something. Yeah. Just to focus while he's talking. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he still did a good job. I know the first time we see him in the Daredevil get-up, though, he suits up like Batman. Wow. Oh, the whole fucking... Like, extra, like, he's, like, practicing with the nunchucks. Yeah, but it's better than the Jewel Schumacher suit-up, because there's no ass close-ups. True, you don't get the ass close-up, but it's the same montage, basically. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't say it was bad. 
No, not bad. Just the same. Um, you can see where they borrowed it from. And like the first scene we get of him in action is uh, he goes to that bar, and there's like that one dude. I don't know what he was on trial on the stand for. Maybe beating up a woman. I think they said he was like a rapist or something. Mm. And um, that he follows him to the bar and. Tell me if I'm wrong. Did that whole scene not remind you of The Crow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The grungy, fast-paced metal music. Yeah. Uh, it, just the whole atmosphere, the gothicness of it. There actually is, I don't care what anyone says, there's some really good cinematography in this movie. Yeah, there's some good shots. Like, it opens up with a shot of him wrapped around a cross, which I still think is epic. And they pulled that right from the comic, too. And uh, what did you think of the action in the bar scene? Um, I liked it until the CGI where he does that pole dance onto the uh, <laughs> to the fan, the ceiling fan. Um, yeah, I think there's some good chore- choreography until the CGI kicks in. I like when you can see him in the shadows, and the only thing you can see are the reds of his eyes. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but then he chases the uh, the thug into the tr- uh, the subway. Mm-hmm. The dude falls and he lands. It breaks his back. It breaks his back. That was cool. And he's like, you see that bright light? That's not heaven. That's the sea train. (laughs) And I'm sitting here like, this is Batman. I don't have to. I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Exactly. This happened first. And you get the overdramatic thing where the double D logo with the flames. Oh, that Joe Pantoliano sees another thing from the crow. Yeah, yeah. But, like I said, this movie had good cinematography because then you see the reflection in, uh, what's his character's name, Yurik? Yurik, yeah. You can see the reflection in his uh, glasses. Yeah. And there's another shot, actually, just before that when he's chasing the thug that I like, is when the guy runs out of the bar and he lands on a puddle and he just starts screaming, no, 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 and you're wondering, like, what the fuck? And then he it pans out and then in the reflection of the puddle you see hit, uh, Daredevil jump off the rooftop he lands in the puddle. Yeah, that was the best, probably the best CGI, CGI shot in the whole movie. Well, I mean, because it's very small and you can get away with it. Yeah. yeah, the CGI in this movie is not there. But <laughs> it's, it's early 2000s, so I guess you have to be forgiving of some shit. A little bit. They but didn't exactly have the Sam Raimi budget. <laughs> true. Um... Well, I, I realized I didn't take that many notes in this movie just because it, I was actually enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just loving, like, reliving the soundtrack. It was awesome. It's a time machine. Yeah. This is definitely a time machine movie. Because, like you, I don't think I knew who Evanescence was until this movie. Yeah. And then I remember on the VHS tape, before the movie started, was the music video. Yeah. Back then, that's how we used to get the info. Like, new music video, new CD coming out. Mm-hmm. Didn't Batman Forever have a couple uh, this, the Kiss, Kiss, Ro- Ro- Kiss, Kiss, Kiss from, from a Rose? Rose yeah. I'm telling you, man. Superhero movies back in the day, they, they actually had like a legitimate soundtrack soundtrack. Yeah, some good jam. Now you get a couple hype songs. I think the last movie to really have a soundtrack was Guardians. Yeah, well, they utilize the, that's the soundtrack. Ja- that's, that's James Gunn right there. Yeah. Because like all the other well, superhero movies. Suicide Squad. The yeah. recent one. Well, yeah, I, and I think he gets in. He he likes to use hype music as opposed to like. Don't get me wrong. There are some really good scores out there. Sure, Michael Giacchino and Alan Silvestri. Uh, what did you think of the score in this movie? 
kind of lackluster. I, me- I, I remember just because it, it's 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 like at odds with the soundtrack. It's uh, I remember the listening to it and actually hearing it, but I can't remember it. It's something that I can remember. It's yeah, something. it's kind of fades in the background. Uh, so can we just talk about the? Uh, I'm gonna ask what what do you think is the best scene in the movie? Uh, Daredevil versus Kingpin. Okay, cool. Now we'll get to that. <laughs> what do you think is the worst scene in the movie? Uh, the teeter totter scene, Electra and Matt Murdock having a little Brandon <laughs> exhibition match. What, what, what do you think of uh, the worst scene in the movie? <laughs> what, what, what was the worst scene in the movie to you? Don't lie. <laughs> oh, this is the fucking one they were fighting in the, in the park. <laughs> that is the cringe. that is the equivalent of the basketball scene from Catwoman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is, okay, so he's supposed to be blind, and this is like part of his whole <clears throat> alias. And then he has no care about, hey, I'm gonna beat her. And I, I just beat the shit out of her. I, I'm gonna <laughs> fight this girl who I just met five minutes ago in the park, and we're gonna have a little love, uh, like a little dance of uh, a fight dance. It's the worst kind of foreplay ever. <laughs> and in front of a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the kids are watching. She's beating up on a blind man, so he wins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they look at She beat the blind man! Oh, I gotta edit this. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You're not. It's it's super cheesy. I mean, he even, like, says it, like, don't take it easy on me just because I'm blind. And, uh... <laughs> at least this, though, like, was better than the Catwoman scene. The basketball. Yeah. Nothing can save Catwoman. Nothing can save Catwoman. <laughs> I, that, that movie is irredeemable. You owe me five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, you owe me five bucks for that movie. I think the worst part of the whole fight is when he throws his uh, his stick or his cane. You take his jacket off. Yeah, and then he like poses there and catches it. All I can think about is like when you're playing like Mortal Kombat right before they fight and they do their little like little move. Oh, like pose. Yeah, and then he catches it. Fight. <laughs> All you were missing was the Mortal Kombat music. It's true. In general, what did you think about the choreograph or choreography in this movie? Because it reminded me of very uh, Crouching Tiger. Yeah, a lot of wire work. A lot of wire work. A lot of jumping. I hope my wire fighting crew is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, like, first of all, it's one thing that like Daredevil's able to like jump forty feet in the air or jump. From like a a, a five story building, like it's freaking nothing. But then you got that rooftop scene where it's like him versus Electra later on, and she jumps across a rooftop like it was nothing. Oh, she don't. She's not across, but across and up. She jumped up, up, up to a rooftop. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? So the scene when they're at the ball or the that little party, and he, uh, Matt and. Uh, hubba, hubba. Matt, Matt, and uh, Foggy meet Yurik. At that point, do you think Yurik already kind of knew? I think he had his suspicions. I mean, he is I mean, a reporter. He, he met him for like the first time, but like just like the way he he talks to Matt, it's like he, he already kind of had an idea. Mm-hmm. Especially when he when he drops the cane and he sees the the stick. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Yurik's character in general? Uh, underutilized. Yeah, I, I kind of forgettable, unfortunately. I thought the idea of having him there was—I liked the idea of like there's this character who, he's almost like what's his name in uh, Batman. 
The first Batman. Remember, um, oh my God, what the f- stance? What's his name? Oh my God! You're uh, talking about Keaton's first Batman. The Ke- the first Keaton Batman. What was his uh, Knox? Oh, Knox. How like no, you know Knox kind of had this. He 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 wrote like crap articles nah. claiming about Batman, and nobody believed him. And that's kind of what Yurik does. Like a tabloid guy who's trying to make the big score. Yeah, like writing about Bigfoot, basically. I think the thing about... I know he's from the comics, and I thought that he they used him better in the miniseries. Even though they did him dirty in the miniseries. True. But I think here, he doesn't really drive the story. He's just kind of like a bystander, really. Yeah. He's not progressing the story, really. I think really all he does is kind of put the idea that there's a character out there and and where people are, like, afraid of him. Like, the scene where he's in Hell's Kitchen and he's beating the shit out of the dude and the kid's crying. He's like, I'm not the bad guy, kid. Uh, (laughs) Good thing I'm not the bad guy, even though I I technically killed, like, two people. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. Actually, in that scene, I'm sitting there like... Thank God Batman used, like, a voice changer. Because I, I don't know if, ba- if Ben Affleck could do a Batman voice on his own. Probably not. <laughs> it's, uh... Because he almost does, like, the little gravelly whisper. A little bit. I don't know. This movie just felt like a, a Batman movie in a red suit. Basically, yeah. I'm trying to think of the other notes I have. Uh, the church fight was have mercy something else the church fight (laughs) a lot of bad cgi in that one so here's my issue with bullseye he everyone in this in this movie has super abilities for some reason so when he for instance when bullseye kills uh electra's father he's a good city block away and he throws uh daredevil's stick Mm-hmm. A city block away, hard enough to where it hits her father and like right in the the sternum, yeah, and kills him. So he must have been thrown at like two hundred miles an hour. Hmm. And it, I think even in the uh, so when, when they're in the church and he throws uh, what like the collection plate at Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. It's like right a, to the throat. It would have decapitated him. Oh, but it didn't because he was like a city block away. <laughs> Now, if he was up close. <laughs> uh, yeah. That church fight. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Props to trying to be creative. Yeah. But that is the biggest damn organ I've ever seen. The big organ. What? What did I say? Uh, <laughs> the very well-endowed organ. Uh Matt. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was very matrixy. Yeah. A lot of hopping around, a lot of uh explains the trench coat. That's the thing that even as a kid it's just like he wants a bloody costume, but he didn't get a costume. Yeah. I don't get the whole point of that. And then uh, when he breaks the the church glass, <laughs> and he's like, everything is falling in slow motion, and he's like catching it super quick. I'm like, how the fuck did he not slice his hands off? 
Yeah. He's super fast and super strength. So he catches every shard Shard of glass somehow, but then manages to throw. He's got like two giant stacks in his hands, and he's able to throw perfect accuracy. And miss every time. And Daredevil just does backflips and. Well, the one thing Daredevil did <laughs> that I like, Power Ranger, is when he's throwing the Ninja Stars and he like takes a stick and he catches them all, and it whips it right back out. That was cool, but the the shard to glass that was. Ridiculous. Yeah, he should have sliced his hands. Get some cuts, you know. Yeah, Nothing there, fatal. There was really the only person who took damage to, in this was uh, Daredevil when he got stabbed by Electra. No. Yeah. So, and they and then they allude to Electra not being dead, but they don't like explain it. Well, I'll tell you this: the shot of her getting stabbed by de- uh, I was about to say dead shot, uh, <laughs> bullseye, uh, that's right from the comics. Yeah, and I mean I don't I doubt the story is the same. Yeah. I know they they really didn't try going for her iconic look with the bandana and the red. Yeah, it'd they be hard they to pull save off. that for the prequel. Black leather. Was it a okay? Is Electra a prequel? I think it's a sequel. I can't remember. I couldn't tell you. I've never. I thought, never it, was, se- I've I never thought it was a prequel. It. All I remember is some dude has tattoos that come to life or some bullshit. I thought it was a prequel. Cause oh. I that's how because yeah. she says how she was trained by different people. Okay. Well, it came out two years later. Electra, the warrior, survives a near-death experience and okay. becomes an assassin for hire and tries to protect her two latest targets. A single oh. father and his young daughter from a group of supernatural assassins. I do vaguely remember Ben Affleck did like a cameo in that. Did he really? For the Electra movie, yeah. I, you know, I remember it. I just, I remember not having any interest in seeing it. Well, you and five billion other people. Well, you know what? <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna have to do an episode on it. Okay, I'll just get really wasted. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part about this movie, Matt? I got a drink. <laughs> I got a drink, and I see cleavage. <laughs> wow, it's it's actually got a pretty good cast though. From from what I'm looking at IMBD. That's uh, even more sad that it. It's got <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it right. The dude from Mortal Kombat. Shang Tsung. Oh, Shang Tsung. Oh, Terrence wow. Stamp. Wow, Terrence Stamp. Wow. wow. I'm actually, I kind of <laughs> want to see this because it says Terrence Stamp plays Stick. Holy shit, that's like perfect. Yeah, but... How did is, they fuck that up? Why is, <laughs> why is Stick in Electra? I need to watch Electra now. Things I thought I would never say. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to add that to our list. I think it's on HBO. Should be. Nope, yeah, Prime Video. I am paying for it. What is it? It's Prime? Only, it's only on Prime. You have to rent it? More watch options. Yeah. Is there a free version? (laughs) I'm not. not. I could have sworn it was... I just saw it streaming somewhere. It had to have been HBO. They probably just took it off. Yeah. Don't you hate when that shit happens? Like, there's a movie you've been wanting to watch, and then you finally find time... It's happened to me many times. I'm so mad they took our Mad TV. (laughs) So mad they took (laughs) off Mad TV. (sighs) It'll be back in three months. Um, yeah, so we get to the, the, the Deadpool Daredevil. Wow, Jesus Christ. I know. I'm, I need caffeine, man. All the Ds. <laughs> I need caffeine. <laughs> wow, these characters got similar names. Deadshot, yeah, and they're all wearing Deadpool. red suits. 
<laughs> some I mean, of them are slightly impaired in some way or another. Uh, I will admit the 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 fight scene between Kingpin and Daredevil is epic. Yeah, for that was for. Hot. Early, he could, yeah. <laughs> he could see clearly now because he's in the ring. Brandon, shut up! What <laughs> <laughs> did someone not make that joke yet? <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, when uh, he's there fighting, and he goes, "It's over." Daredevil goes, "I didn't hear no bill." <laughs> <laughs> when Kingpin, like you know. He just looks like what you would imagine a fucking kingpin with the cane, the voice. You know, and, and, you know, he takes off his coat jacket and everything. He's got like his, his, his like, tank and the, the suspenders on. I'm like, he's got a soup beater on. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? He says soup beater. He's a superhero. And he Shut up! <laughs> We're not trying to offend anybody. Anyways, oh, so people listening are superheroes. Regardless, oh, yeah. regardless, he uh, was very intimidating. Well, it's Michael Clark Duncan. He's afraid of the dark, like, though. Like fighting a brick wall. Yeah. And then he even... Oh, I can go watch a, a television nights because of him. <laughs> Don't you put that voodoo on my record, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... When he rips off um, Ben Affleck's mask and he gets up on the rain, he looked badass. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, I know it's kind of cliche because it always seems like whenever there's like a masked hero, except for like Batman, for the most part, there's there's always a scene in the end where their mask comes off. Yeah. Spider Man. Wow. Every fucking Spider Man. Yeah. You pay for the actor; they want you to see their face. That's true. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, it worked in this movie. Except uh, Vin Diesel; they just need his voice. We don't talk about Vin Diesel on this podcast. <laughs> I'm Groot. Uh, I've been trying to show Lauren the Fast and the Furious movies. And we just finished six. And I'm just I'm like, who the fuck let Vin Diesel act? <laughs> Welcome to Brazil. I think we're past that one. <laughs> we gotta start at seven. Oh. God, those movies are so fucking long. They keep making them. And, uh... It, there's a part in the, in the fight scene I think they put in Daredevil season three. I don't know how far you got into it. Yeah, I haven't seen season three. Well, pretty much, it's, it's where like Kingpin finds out that Daredevil is a blind lawyer, and he's just like, "Yeah, good luck trying to explain this." And then we get a different version of Bullseye in that season. He doesn't get a costume. I think he steals the Daredevil costume. I think that also was like a storyline in the comics as well. I think so. Yeah, where he like tried to make frame frame him, man. Well, in all the comics for a while, he he went as Hawkeye. Really? Uh, Bullseye? Yeah. Oh, Bullseye! Oh, yeah. No, no, he went he went as a Dark Avenger. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll see another version of him down the line. Yeah. Uh, But Daredevil, uh, it's not the best movie. I still enjoy it. I have that rose tinted glasses of nostalgia for it. Yeah. Where I know I know it's not a great movie and 
I see the faults, and I still you love it. All, I still see, love it. And you can see all the inspiration because it's it's very grungy. Yeah, a lot of rain. A lot of rain. I, it's like watching a crow sequel, mm. which is also not bad, I guess. I mean, we've we've had worse crow sequels. It it did try to take liberties and be more artistic, as opposed to like. Uh, <clears throat> Spider-Man, which is more of like a real cinematic event. This one's more like darker. Yeah, I mean, until this movie came out, uh, a lot of the public probably weren't familiar with Daredevil. I know Stan Lee didn't like the movie. He thought it was too tragic. Well, it's a tragic character. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote it. (laughs) The guy goes blind. He has a rough upbringing. His dad, like, was killed by uh, the mafia, basically. Or... Mm-hmm. Uh, there are way more tragic movies than that. <laughs> Lots of brooding. Though there, like, there's so many similarities with Batman. There's even the scene in the end where he throws the rose down the in front of the theater. He goes, "This is for you, Dad." Yeah, kind of wait for Kiss by Rose to it start was, playing. It was cheesy. <laughs> it was. It was really cheesy. <laughs> I really think the movie really only suffers from poor CGI and over-the-top Colin Farrell. But I like over-the-top Colin Farrell. How crazy is it, though, they both ended up like redeeming themselves on Batman franchises? Yeah. Ben Affleck still played the hero. Colin Farrell still plays a villain. But they fucking knocked it out of the park. Yep. It's true. So... I actually like Colin Farrell, though. Oh, yeah, I like it. I mean... I don't, I don't think there was a movie with him in it that I was like, eh. I mean, he's like... He's stellar in the remake of Friday Night. I mean... Oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. He was perfectly cast in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch that tonight. I think I just watched it recently. I'm trying to think of other Colin Farrell movies. <laughs> I like that one movie he was in, uh, in Bruges. Never heard of it. I like good. Phone Booth. It's got phone a, Booth is good, yeah. I think Phone uh, Booth is like right... There was a time where he was in everything coming out. It's got yeah. Mad-Eye Moody and Voldemort in it. Oh. The Lobster. The Lobster is a good one. I've never seen that. It's an A24 movie, so it's kind of out there. Eh. I remember she plays like a hitman and accidentally killed a kid. Uh, Spoiler alert. Oh, wait, I start talking right in the beginning. <laughs> okay. It's, it's like literally one of the first things that fucking happens and the whole movie is just him dealing with it. He's a hitman with regrets. Although, I can do without the Total Recall remake. Oh, I forgot about that. Nah. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever even seen the original Total Recall all the way through. Eh. Sci-fi movies for me are very hidden. I know. It's, it's a genre that doesn't vibe with you. Like, uh, don't care for the fifth element? Eh, it's alright. Uh, what's the other one I don't like? Multipass. <laughs> What's what's the other big sci-fi movie everybody likes? Blade Runner. Yeah, I can get into Blade Runner. <laughs> I Alien. I like Aliens. The well, one, I like the how one. How could you not? I like the one with Bill Paxton. It's Bill Paxton. <laughs> other than that, I mean, <laughs> Predator. The new Predator looks pretty good, actually. Yeah, Prey. It's actually R-rated, and it's on. It's going to be on Disney Plus. Get the fuck out Hulu. of here! Supposedly, it's on Disney Plus. I don't believe that. That's bullshit. <laughs> well, it'll be on Hulu, but that's the it's same thing. It's made by Disney. It's the same thing at Disney. Yeah. 
it's a Disney production. Yep. I just like the concept of it, like, going back in time for it mm-hmm. against the Native Americans. I feel like going so primitive is just such a good idea to, like, make things Spice fresh. It up. Yeah, switch yeah. it up a little bit. What other, what other sci-fi do you not like? Oh, man, where's... Uh... Star Trek? Oh, God, no. I blame Dad for that. My dad used to make me watch Star Trek as a kid because I had no control over the TV at a certain age. Oh, poor you. Yeah. <laughs> what are some other big sci-fi movies people love? Star Wars is really the only one I really enjoy. It's more sci-fi fantasy, though. He doesn't like fantasy either. Lord of the Rings. Jesus. Like I can't get into Lord of the Rings. I fall, fall asleep, dude. I can't... I, I think I've seen Fellowship of the Ring when it came out on a VHS. But that was like 20 years ago. Probably the last time I saw it. I keep saying I actually want to give it a chance. Uh, I like some fantasy. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Okay. That's about it. I still haven't seen Willow. <laughs> you haven't seen Willow? I haven't seen Willow. It's on Disney+. Plus. I, 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 remember, I mean, it's Val Kilmer. Come on. I remember watching Dark Crystal as a kid, but I don't think I enjoyed it. Well, you don't like Jim Henson, Jim Henson stuff. Is Hel- I mean, Hellboy's kind of on the uh, fantasy side. Yeah, it's kind of a stretch. There's fairies in it. <laughs> All right, I think that's a wrap for this one. We're just getting off topic. Well, we're talking about Daredevil. Yeah, I think we're done here. <laughs> this is like, you know, Daredevil had a sink so Ben Affleck could fly his bat. With a bat. <laughs> Can you tell I haven't had caffeine today? <laughs> I mean, hey, sometimes. Should like, we get into movie recommendations? <laughs> you know, have you watched anything new? New eyes. Black phone. Oh yeah, yeah. I did enjoy Black Phone. Have you have you seen anything new? Off the top of my head, I really can't tell you. I haven't watched any new old movies yet. I've been on a, a binge of uh, other things. Mm. <laughs> I just rewatched Orphan, and the movie still holds up. Oh yeah, it's a good one. I'm looking forward to the next one. It'll be weird, but. I don't understand. Normally, I'm against de aging and the CGI and stuff like that, but you have a 25 year old playing a nine or a character who's supposed to be nine. I feel like she's probably older than 25. She's like 25. Yeah, she's 25. Yeah. I mean, I, I kudos because you could tell they did like a lot of a- angles and camera lighting tricks and stuff like that. Yep, she's just sitting on her knees and hands, just pretty much. <laughs> But when you compare a photo of her as Esther now, as the, and then like, oh, it's, it's night and day. Yeah, it's they probably could have got away with CGI. I mean, CGI they did a very good de aging CGI. I felt like when Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, there's good and bad, so. But I'm looking forward to it, and it would be interesting. Eh. I'll stream it for free off some app. Uh, figure it out. Well. You and most people. <laughs> <laughs> the way of the future. All right. Well, I guess we're going to start wrapping this up. Uh, what would you rate this, Matt? Daredevil. What are we doing? The rating system of five, right? Out of five. Out of five? I give it. Um, you know what? I listened to the soundtrack today. I'm feeling pretty good. I give it a four out of five. Not bad. Give it a three and a half. 
I, I'm with Brandon. I think I'm also going to give it a three and a half. Wow. I uh, think this is the first time I've, I've upvoted more than both of you. As much as you love over-the-top Colin Farrell, I, it, I don't need to see him getting off the way he was getting off in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see him get off in other ways? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... I, I look at it this way, though. It's early performances for a lot of these, act, these uh, performers. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff they've done since then is stellar. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it happens. <laughs> so there's plenty of actors. I hated their earlier work, and I think they're amazing now. So, plus, it, back then, I mean, superhero movies, I felt like were being more mass-produced than they are now. In a w- weird way. Well, it's all through committee now. I so. think, I, I well, meaning, like, I, I feel like there's more care put into the movies. Well, there's a lot more at stake, too. I mean, there's a lot more money involved Franchises now. and stuff. Yeah. I'm you gotta get it right. <laughs> I'm still hoping for a good Fantastic Four movie. Back oh. then, when they would make these movies, they were gambling. Let's see if this one takes off. Uh, Daredevil? No, it does not. But Blade will get three movies. I will say this. I feel like we're finally out of everyone wanting to copy Christopher Nolan's gritty Dark Knight trilogy. Well, yeah, Zack Snyder stopped making movies. Well, I, but I mean, every franchise since then took that route. Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Superman. Didn't work. Well, they, they do it for characters that aren't dark and gritty. <laughs> like, Superman's supposed to be bright and sunny. <laughs> so, all right, uh, that's our rating system. Matt, Tom, where they can find us? You can find us uh, at... It came from the video store on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, follow us on Twitter at VidStoreRejects. I've been trying to be more uh, active on there. And don't forget, you know, leave us a five-star review. Or four. Anything above three we like. (laughs) Any kind of rating, uh, wherever possible, is the best way to help the show. Uh, We all thank you for listening. And uh, see you next time. Until then. I'm Eric. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. And you just listened to... It Came From The Video Store. (laughs) (laughs) I watched this yesterday, so it kind of (laughs) was... So what do you guys want to do next week? Um, Godzilla?